Fun, 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 till our daddy takes our T-bird away. What's up, Doobie? Cycle yo to my brother. How's it going, my man? Good. Trying to juggle this new stuff here, so... Uh... <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, I, I came in at the tail end here, man. I, I see you were winding down, but I wanted to come up right quick. And, uh, you know, I, I, I wanna, wanted to just say, man, uh, you know, I love... I, I, I really, I really love what you say, man. And I love the the perspective that you give because it's always like it's coming from a a honest position. You know what I mean? It's like a, a your perspective. You 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 feel me? And that yeah, in itself, you know, when it's recognized like that, though, I mean, it's it's so uh, respected. It really is because it 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 for me, it's like okay, I have my pen, I have my pad, and it's like messing time. You know, I mean, it really yeah. has a beautiful thing, man. It, it really yeah. is. That you know, I just want to give credit to that. You know, I will ask you this though: if you if you come from the individual perspective of recognizing where you are at this point, right, and in your life at this moment, would it be from the acknowledgement of your experiences, or would it be from something you've hoped for? Well. I mean, my perspective really is the accumulation of my experience and knowledge. Mm. And of course, I can talk about things that I hope for, but I'll say this. Um, hope is a cheap emotion. Ooh. And, 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 I don't, and I don't mean that it, it has no value. Yeah. What I, what I mean is that it's, it's easy, just like love, right? Love, love is the easiest thing in the world because it's it's the most abundant thing in the world like you 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 don't have to teach anyone to love and you can love thousands of different things you love every member of your family you love your friends you love steak you love chocolate you love whatever you know you love action films i mean we throw that word around all the time because you know love love is is beautiful and amazing but it's cheap there's no barrier to it and i feel the same way with hope hope is a wonderful emotion but there's no barrier to entry so it's a cheap emotion so i don't really when i talk about things it's generally not from uh, uh, hope, but like I, I mentioned during my talk that I, that it would be great if everybody had compassion, right? And in a way, that's, that's a statement of hope, right? Wouldn't it, wouldn't it be great if everybody had compassion? So even though I, I didn't say I hope we get compassion, I, it's sort of, it's sort of along those lines, right? It's, 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 yeah, I, I'm saying it would be great if everybody had compassion, which is another way of hoping for it. Yeah, I like that. You know, I, I agree in essence with that too, because really, you know, I feel when it comes to, to compassion, I feel that it's a choice. You know, it's all in us. I think it's in each and every one of us, but I feel that based off of those experiences and a lot of those experiences that we've ignored, that allows us to compress that compassion, right? Keep it down and, and not allow it to exist. But I, I feel that it's it's in all of us. I just feel that it's a choice that we choose not to allow to come to the forefront, such as the the inner child itself. You know, we, we fight that inner child. That in itself allows us to express that compassion, which is tied to that inner child. Of course, right. you know, as we we spoken uh, the other night, now that child is is very compassionate, inadvertently, in essence. You see, so because it's so natural and innocent, so that compassion is in us. It's just that, based off of the experiences, I feel 
that in itself deters us from allowing that compassion to really come out as it should. That's an excellent point. And I think I know why that happens. It's, um, there's this film uh, called The Wall. And it's a rock opera uh, from the band Pink Floyd. It's actually an extraordinarily brilliant film because um, it's, it's an examination of how our psychology can break down because of the negative influences that are in us. Now, it's not presented that way, but when I see that film and when I listen to that album, uh, that's, that's what it is, right? And there's, there's a, a line in one of the songs where uh, he's, he's talking, the song talks about the process of building a wall to protect yourself, right? Because that's, I mean, think about it. Think that, that's why forts have walls. That's why castles have walls. Walls are meant for protection. When you're in your dwelling, walls are one of the things that stops uh, people from assaulting you. You know, they want to come in, but the walls keep them out. But here's the last line of the song. He said, Mother, did it have to be so high? Ooh. Right? And now what does that mean? What is he saying? Yeah. He's saying, yeah, I know I had to build this wall to protect myself. But at the same time that these walls keep other people from getting in, they're keeping me from getting out. Wow. How about that? <laughs> Wow. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. You know, that's, uh, you know, that's, you know, that's that, that's so mental in essence. That that really is. Yeah. You know, it, it's, that's something, that's something really to, to, when you, when you are in, in, in a position like that to recognize that, that, see, that's, that's what I'm, I'm, I'm so connected to when it comes to, sharing wisdom and going through the experiences and, and progressing in this, this society or this culture. It's, it's all about the recognition of our steps and the experiences that we've gone through. I think that is so important. And, 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 and the thing of it is how we receive those lessons or perceive them is up to each individual, right? No experience is the same. Mm -hmm. No experience is the same. And I, I just feel that if, if enough awareness awareness is is raised about it, it it will slowly change. And, you know, uh, George Bush stated something in 1999, Chuck Yoda, uh, Y2K. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah, yeah. everybody thought the world was going to end. <laughs> oh, oh, my goodness. It was so far over everyone's head. <laughs> it was so innocent, but the truth was put before us, right? Yeah. But we took the truth the wrong way. And so, therefore, because of, you know, that mental ignorance, it allowed things to progress as it did. And so yeah. now we're in the predicament that we are in and we were forewarned about this. So, and, you know, it's, it's crazy. But again, if we could just. It, I mean, with that, though, it, it, it does have some advantages because now, again, look at the technology that we use now. Look at us. We, you know, we're here using this technology, right? It's, it's this Y2K to kill thing, all of this is all about that transformation of things that, that's going to be over the air now. You know what I mean? I mean, that's where yeah. we are now. Like, we have to accept that. Just grow with it, you know, not, not fight it, not take a stand against it. I think we, we have to flow with it, like 
in, in essence, infiltrated, right? So that we could find its weaknesses. And right. what would be its weaknesses? We would be its weaknesses. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the 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 uh, fleshy computers running around are the are the biggest threat, right? Yes. Um, you know, you you mentioned something earlier, um, the idea that uh, we're all shaped from experience, and all of our experiences are different. But here's the thing: it's not the difference in the experiences that shape us. It's it's the differences in the meaning that we give to the experience that shape us. I like that. Yeah. That's really what it comes down to, because think about it. All right, let's take a very, very, very simple and benign example. Let's say there's 300 people that gather in a theater to watch a film. All 300 people are having the same experience. Because there's only one film playing for all 300 people, right? Now, when people leave that theater, what happens? Some of them say, I love that film. Others say, I hated that film. Now, why, why, how is that possible, Doobie? They all saw the same film. How come they all didn't reach the same conclusion about it? That's true. Good point. Right. And that's experience film. The, the film is just a representative of a, the, an experience. So people have these experiences. And by the way, if you want to come back up, please do. But uh, people have people have these experiences, you know, like what are what are other examples of mass experiences? Right. Like going to school. We're all there. A group of people are all in one place. And they are being taught the same things. Uh, if you're in the same homeroom with someone, that means that you're, you're all experiencing the same teacher teaching the same things. Some people learn that stuff. Some people don't. Some people love the teacher. Some people hate the teacher. Some people love school. Some people hate school. So it's, it's, not, it's not just, yes, there, are, there is variability in experiences. Obviously, some people experience things that other people don't. You know, and, and some and some of those experiences are terrible. Like some people get physically abused, sexually abused. Uh, violence happens. I mean, I, I've had violence uh, done to me and it's it's a horrifying thing and it, and it can change you. But it's not the thing itself that matters the most. It's what once you have that experience, what conclusion did you reach about the experience. And if you don't believe me, believe Shakespeare in the form of Hamlet. Hamlet said, there is nothing good or bad, but thinking makes it so. Yes, I like that. You know, that, that is something. You, you know, I, 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 I went, you, you took me somewhere uh, when you mentioned uh, the, the teachers in the classroom. Uh, you know, I, it made me feel like if if the objective is to teach the entire class the same thing, right? It's appear it appears to be that we would be indoctrinated too much to want to have an individual perception of what's being taught to the mass. Yeah. You feel me? So I, I feel that that's a dangerous thing not to recognize. And and that's for most of us we don't recognize that. But 
that's when it becomes such an issue when you have your own perception of what the majority is, of the class is supposed to be taught. Yeah. I think that's the educational system in itself, and that's a really dangerous thing to not have a, an awareness of. Yeah, I, I agree 100%. Uh, you just reminded me of the uh, the brilliant subject that you brought up the other night, which was, you know, why do parents shield their children from sex but not from violence? And a spectacular topic. Uh, several of the speakers said uh, amazing things. And, I mean, that's your genius, man. You always come up with brilliant topics. <laughs> And, uh, and, you know, and I, and I don't mind what a sneaky bastard you are, you know, I (laughs) 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 always trying to trick us, (laughs) (laughs) but one of the things I remember, I sent you uh, a message, uh, while, while you were talking to someone else, because, you know, uh, this woman was talking about the school system and education and all this stuff. And here's the interesting thing to me that people speak the word school and education as though they mean the same thing and they don't right like and i the message that i sent to you was i sent my son to school to be schooled not to be educated i took it upon myself to educate him yes 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 i'm actually re- i read it again i'm i'm looking right at it you're right yeah yeah I think I repeated it word for word uh, uh, without even looking at it. But uh, no, but that's that's an important distinction. You know, like I've said many times, there are people that have a lot of schooling, even up to Ph.D. level, but they're not educated. Because school and education are two different things. You can be very schooled. You can do, uh, you know. The standard 13 years of schooling from kindergarten to 12th grade, you can have four more years of schooling, and then you could have eight more years of schooling after that, and even more for your PhD, and you have a lot of schooling, but that doesn't mean that you're educated. That doesn't mean that you have compassion, that you that you are a kind person. You know, the, 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 this, these conclusions that people reach, that like, well, if you have this, then you must be that, very often those conclusions are wrong. You know, like just because you have a PhD at the end of your name, that doesn't mean you're a good person. There was back in 2000, I think it was Christmas of 2007, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, something like that. This well-respected professor was unwrapping presents with his wife. And apparently she said something that he didn't like and he murdered her. Yeah. Okay. Now, are so do we go? Well, he was a professor, so he must have been a good person. Or do we say he murdered his wife? Maybe he's a piece of shit. <laughs> hey. Ooh. Hey. Oh man. Wow. Because of something he didn't like. Yeah. She was. She was threatening to divorce him, and he flipped out and murdered her. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah, I did a I did a uh, my one and only true crime podcast uh, on that a few weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, because it's just something it's just something I remember when it happened, and it, and uh, I was talking to a woman, and it came up in conversation. And I was like, "Am I remembering this right?" And then I looked it up, and I was like, "Yeah, yeah I remember that this happened." But, um, but yeah, so you know, it's it's life all comes down to 
the experiences you have plus the the uh, conclusions that you reach because of those experiences. I mean, and in in the most important version of those conclusions are your beliefs, right? Like, what is your belief system? Your belief system was formed as you grew. You either uh, think you're smart, you think you're dumb, either you're kind or you're cruel, either you like women or you like men, or whatever it is, you, you, you think mothers are beautiful or you think mothers are evil, um, you, you're afraid of dogs or you love dogs, like all of your beliefs are formed, most of them when you're very young, right? That's, that's why we call the formative years the formative years. What are we forming? We're forming our beliefs and understanding about how to live life. And here's, here's, the, here's where the real problem comes, Doobie, because our formative years are roughly the first seven years of our life. And then, of course, we make a few more distinctions into our teen years. But I'm 59 years old. How ridiculous would it be for me to operate under the beliefs that I created when I was seven years old? Right? But people do it all the time. That's why I refer to, I say that most adults are just giant toddlers. You know, these are people that have never revised their beliefs. They have never challenged their assumptions. They have never adjusted based on new, uh, new information. Like uh, one of the women that hurt me the most in, in life, just emotionally. And when I say that she hurt me is that that means that uh, the, the reaction that I had to what she did was resulted in my hurt. And she happened to be blonde. Right now, the, I dated her in 1992. Well, between 1992 and 1994, we had an on again, off again hostage situation that finally was resolved in 1994. Right. <laughs> right? <laughs> and uh, she happened to be blonde. Now, if from 1994 to now, which is 29 years, every time I saw a blonde woman, I got upset and angry. Wouldn't that be crazy? Wouldn't that just be ridiculous to be like, well, this blonde hurt me, so all blondes must be evil, right? That's not a conclusion that that is reasonable. But don't people do that all the time with other conclusions? You know, they have these experiences and they go, well, this happened to me when I was 10. Oh, a black guy punched me in the face when I was 10. So I hate ends, right? Right? We hear this all the time. It's like, you know, that we have to be willing to revise our understanding. And we, we have to be humble enough to understand that even if we feel very confident about the things that we believe, we might be wrong. Definitely. That, you know, again, that boils right down to those life lessons, Chocolate Yoda. I, I tell you, it is... Uh, I, I really feel that the consciousness of our society, our culture, our world today, at this moment, I feel it is going in a direction that a lot of people are not even paying real attention to. Mm -hmm. And I feel that it is people like you, people that are on wisdom, that are so wise in their perspective ways, that share these ideas, these talks, and these dialogues that we have, they are so important. And I want to thank you, my brother. I want to thank everyone in the queue that's listening. This is beautiful. Chocolate Yoda, it's been great 
talking to you, my man, I tell you, this is always a lesson for me. And I appreciate you so much for allowing me to share these moments. Uh, thank you for participating, Doobie. I love you. I don't mind what a sneaky f*** you are. <laughs> uh, that was Doobie, ladies and gentlemen. And for the folks in the queue, let's see. Patrick Dems, Mojo, Diamond Rowan, Daryl with the Dashes, Mary Marcian, uh, Magnificent Aquarius, a Western philosopher. We heard from Doobie, Terry, Elizabeth McClung, Kay McD, Lois Hampson, Sister Nzinga. Oh, I love that. Uh, Reggie Wood Woodson, Truly Julie, Kalik Thomas, Talita Pot. Jeter, uh, I probably said that badly, but hello, and Matt and uh, Lindsay May McKay, and I mentioned this yesterday. I'll mention it again. I'm editing an episode of my podcast uh, called Chocolate Chat uh, that I did with Lindsay May. It was absolutely brilliant. It was so much fun. I think you'll enjoy it whenever I get done editing it, which generally takes me roughly a week to two weeks. Uh, I will come back and let you know that it's available. You'll be able to see it free of charge at patreon.com slash the persistent rumor. Uh, well, nobody else is in queue, so I will uh, end the uh, proceedings. Once again, I do, I do my uh, Chocolate Yoda Live every day, 2 p.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday. Uh, thank you so much uh, to Doobie for uh, participating and sharing his brilliant thoughts with us. Um, you know, I don't follow that many people on Wisdom. He's one that every time I see the notification that Doobie is on, I want to get to it as quickly as possible because it's always amazing stuff. And uh, everybody else, thanks again. Peace, love, and granola. Talk to you soon.